Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. In this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of it is all of it. All of it is all Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your host, Wits and Roz, and we promise to be significantly better than last week. I know Wits hasn't heard the playback of last week's episode, but that was rough. That was a tough week. We're back, and I think you can feel the energy in the air. Which I'll explain why, because Roz is back gambling. It's NBA playoff time and PGA championship. You can't avoid it. It's unavoidable. Um, typically, this is short-lived. Um, I think the PGA championship is the only reason I opened the wallet this week. Who knows if I'll continue to bet on the NBA playoffs um, as they go on. But we've got the Grizzlies money line in a parlay with the Lakers money line. In the over, but we'll get into that shortly. Wits, how are we doing today on this gorgeous Wednesday evening? You're in Chicago, I'm in LA. Yeah, it's gorgeous out here too, Roz. I'm doing great. I feel the same way. NBA playoffs, dabbling in NHL playoffs, even a little WNBA. And we've got the PGA Championship starting tomorrow. So a lot of good vibes out there. We're going to bring you all the picks tonight. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to save the PGA Championship championship stuff till the end we'll start with the nba since that's the quick focus this thing happening right now um we've got a playing game that already occurred and i'm i'm learning on the fly like i feel many fans are unless i'm just an idiot which is possible i've heard wits call me that before um i didn't realize that the 11 10 game had to win two or what nine. nine ten my bad the nine ten has to win two in order to get into the playoffs whereas the other game, the eight, the seven, eight just needs to win one. And then they get another chance to, if they lose, to get into the playoffs. I didn't know that was a thing. That's gnarly. We've got the Wizards and the Pacers tomorrow. The Wizards lost by eight to the Celtics. Celtics again still. 18. 18. You got to get your back straight, man. My bad. I, I saw one eight. It is what it is. Um, disappointing because I thought I didn't bet last night. This is my first night back. I think it's just the – Christmas Eve to what is Christmas Day when it comes to PGA Championship, but I didn't bet, but I would have bet on the on the Wizards. I had a weird idea that this Russell Westbrook-Bradley Beal combination would have been able to take down the Celtics. Does not look to be the case. You've watched the game. Are they looking like – they don't even have Jalen Brown. Are they looking like the Celtics that started the season off a little hot? Jason Tatum being the star player, potential MVP. Like, what's going on? They did um, just sneak one out. I, I wouldn't say they had looked great but I, I thought this was a great betting spot last night I was actually on the Celtics um, kind of a contrarian play the Wizards been hot recently Russell Westbrook breaking the triple double record that's all anybody was talking about was the Wizards the Wizards the Wizards 
Um, meanwhile, the Celtics, I mean, that line almost crept down to a pick for a little bit, ended up around two. So it was just a, it, it was a nice contrarian play on the Celtics, and they, they really just took care of business um, in the second half. Tatum was 50 points. 50 points. They outscored the Wizards by 20. Um, got a little nervous at halftime, but, they, you know, they, the Wizards just didn't do enough, and the Celtics, you know, they, they actually played pretty well, even without Jalen Brown. I don't think they're going to make any noise in the playoffs here, but, you know, they, play, they played well. They did their jobs, and they beat, I think, a, a lot of people were on the Wizards last night, so it was a, it was a nice victory. And then the other game, Rouse, was pretty much over after tip-off. Pacers Hornets the Hornets have been horrible recently and they didn't do themselves any favors on Tuesday night because they were brutal from the tip give up 144 points in a playoff game and it was it was nice if you had the Pacers but it was a brutal game to watch um and the Hornets go out with the whimper yeah that one I didn't turn on I didn't turn on either of them clearly since I don't have the facts to back it up but I really want to give like a how sway moment. Like, how sway? You ain't got the answer, sway. When it comes to Westbrook and Beal, what's the deal? I like, honestly, it is so impressive the triple double stuff. And I think he gets shit on too much, being like, ah, it's just an accumulation of stats. He just like, he's stat hungry only, not for the win. I don't get how that he doesn't win games. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And Beal's a great scorer. And that's not a great Boston team. It's easy to see in Washington right now. The supporting cast there is not great. Um, a lot of young talent. I mean, I'm a big fan of Rui Hachimura. I think he's going to turn out to be a pretty good pro. Uh, Alex Len, I wouldn't say he's young, but I would say he's a guy who's more coming Long into- overdue. Long overdue. So I-, I could see them making a little more noise next year. But, Roz, they, they really don't. They don't, have the, they don't have the other pieces. And then I think that's, that's what really slows them up. They, they've got no depth. I'm, I'm just looking through the box score right now, and I don't recognize half these names. Though, <laughs> um, so, I mean, as great as, as Russ and Beal can be, there's, there's not a lot of supporting cast. And you, you look at all the great teams, top of the league. I mean, even the Lakers. I know they've got AD and LeBron, but they've got a lot of pieces around them, guys like Schroeder, guys like Kuzma, guys like Montrez Harrell. Just a, a, a lot of things that add – to the top two guys, but the Wizards, they don't really have that. And Russ, throughout his career, I mean, never has really won that much. I mean, he got to the finals with KD one time. Um, but yeah, he's never really won, and I don't, I don't think this time really makes that much of a difference. That's fair. I just – I root for Ru- Russell Westbrook um, maybe one day. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But Western Conference turned today. Um, Spurs currently just getting the piss beaten out of them. 38-19 at the end of the first quarter. Like I said, I bet on the Grizzlies. I just think the Spurs are one of the examples of why they didn't need to extend the playoffs anymore. This is not really a team that deserves to be in the playoffs when your record reflects 33-39. and Kind of a woof situation there. Um, Grizzlies hopefully will move on. The big game, and it almost like couldn't have worked out better for the NBA if they tried. First year of the play-in, this new system, and you get LeBron and Steph Curry going head-to-head in the main event, basically the main event of the play-in. Yeah, but I I feel like they would have rather had those two teams guaranteed a a seven-game series 
I don't think they thought the Warriors would have that guarantee that with Klay Thompson out for the year, a young lineup. I mean, Steph Curry legitimately willed this team to even have an a opportunity for them not to be home right now. And it's just like, there's the, I saw this interesting thing. There was, I thought the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavs had one of the best rivalries of the last decade. I know it's probably leaned one way, but even for LeBron to take one of those titles was insane. So getting LeBron versus Steph has always been, it's always something, it's definitely something you have to tune into. It's probably two yeah. of the most, two of the most important players of our generation in terms of being on the court and in terms of their talent level. So in my opinion, you got the grace of all time and you definitely have the greatest shooter of all time. I think there's, it's yeah. something close to have that conversation. And LeBron even said it. And I, I don't think I disagree with them that Steph Curry, while he's not going to win the MVP might be the most valuable player in the league because I, I think without him this year, what is this was Warriors team? What do they win? Like 18 to 20 games. Um, so the fact that they're even here, I mean, Steph Curry has been playing unbelievable, but you know, just looking at the game from a betting perspective, Roz, I actually, I actually like the Lakers here. I mean, I know they're laying uh, five, five and a half, depending on which book you're looking at, but I, I really think the depth is going to hurt the Warriors in this one. Kelly Oubre is out for this game and he's a guy a great role player averaging 15 points a game. And then you look past Steph, I mean, you have Andrew Wiggins who, you know, is putting up about 20 a game, but I, I think this Lakers team is going to be too much. And I think if there was one thing that could slow them up, I mean, LeBron or AD gets hurt mid game. I think that then all bets are off, but I think this, this Lakers team is a better team and I'm, I'm willing to lay the five here, um, which seems like a lot of points, but I, I just think they're going to take care of business. Um, you know, as we are in the playoffs now. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's exciting. Six points is where it's sitting at right now. I took, uh, like I said, I'm a coward. It's been a while. Let me let me put my toes back into the proverbial betting pool. Um, so I parlayed them. I took the money line. I think the Lakers are gonna smoke them. I took some fun ones. I took um, LeBron plus 500 for a triple double tonight. I got that little spirit. LeBron going for the record for most triple doubles in NBA playoff history. Um, then I also took uh, AD plus 175 to score 30 plus points. You know, just a little, little extra juice on the game. Um, I think the Lakers really dominate. Uh, my saving grace to these bets are if Steph Curry can keep it close. I really don't think this one's going to end up being very close. I think this could be a 20 point differential. So we shall see. It's going to be exciting. I don't know which way you're leaning on it. Oh, Jim, Lakers. I don't listen. I don't listen to you. I don't listen to you speak ever. Because honestly, at the end of the day, my picks are the most valuable. Anyways, I'm like the I'm like Steph Curry and LeBron wrapped into one on this show. Um, and uh, looking at the you know if the Lakers were to win this game, um, I was looking at some preliminary numbers for a, a two seven matchup with the Lakers and Suns, and the the Lakers would be about I think like minus two eighty to win that series. So you know not exactly the luck of the draw if you're the Phoenix Suns and have to play the defending champions in round one. Um, but you probably had to play them at some point eventually. So that's going to be interesting uh, what happens there. And yeah, then we are, we're fully into the playoffs. And as much as I hate to say it, Roz, I, I think there, there might be a little value on the Lakers at four to one to win the title right now. If you're looking for a small value play, um, they're second on the board right now behind the Nets at plus 250. And you know, defending champs, if they do get it going, 
four to one, I, I think is a pretty good price here. Ah, uh, still seems a little steep. I don't know. I like it's not enough. It's been, and coming from you, especially, dear God, I know what it takes to get you out of bed in the morning. That four to one is not it. That's for sure. Um, be realistic with the NBA playoffs, though. Remember, remember what I said on last week's episode. There's going to be only one victor, and uh, I think it's going to be the Brooklyn Nets. I do. I did give love to both LA teams. I think those two teams have the best shot if they already get there. I think you'd see just an obliteration if it was the Jazz or the Sun that made it. Um, so we'll we'll see. But uh, first round, we do have other matchups. The matchups are set. We didn't have that last week. So Wits, do you have a favorite matchup, or do you just want to go through who you think and in how many games these uh, first rounds are going to go to? Yeah, well, I think one of the matchups that I'm I'm real excited for is Knicks versus Hawks. I mean, you look at the job that Tibbs did this year, and I know I think it was um, Monty Williams from the Suns who got coach of the year, but man, I think Tibbs had a great case for it. I mean, the over-under for this team on for wins was like, I think in the low 20s. They played their way into a four seed in the East, and and they're, it's exciting to have the Knicks back in playoff basketball because it seems like they've been so bad for so long. Um, very scrappy team, very, very Tom Thibodeau-like team, and the emergence of Julius Randle, uh, guys like R.J. Barrett, um, this is a fun team to watch. So I think matching up against Trey Young and the Hawks, that's probably, I would say, going to be one of the more competitive series. And um, I'm also looking forward to the other 5-4 matchup in the West, uh, Clips versus Mavericks. I mean, I know we've, we've definitely given our fair share of shit to the Mavs this year. It's going to be fun to, to watch Luka in the playoffs, though, because he's a, definitely a special player. Um, and the Clippers, I don't know if you'd agree with me here, but they – for the most part, kind of coasted this year. Didn't seem like they were too interested in trying to win the entire Western Conference, which is fine. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see here. But I, I think that I think the Mavs are going to put up a little bit of a fight against what I would say is a much better Clippers team. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Definitely it's a wait and see. Um, I can't believe the Clippers fell all the way to four, um, which makes it, for me, more important to see the Lakers win tonight. Would love to see – a 4-7 matchup in the Western Conference Finals. I'm looking at these matchups, and the one I like the most is the Portland Trailblazers over the Denver Nuggets. A little 6-3 upset there. I will always ride Dame in the first round of the playoffs. I will always ride Dame as far as I can possibly take him. He is one of the most clutch players I've ever seen in the NBA, and he has shown it year in and year out when he's in the postseason. So I expect an upset there. I do counter you. I don't. I think the Mavs might get swept, in my opinion. I think the Clippers are significantly better than them. Luka's temper is going to boil over. This guy's going to be handed a suspension. Um, it's uh, yeah. It's gonna. You're, you're gonna have like the Draymond Green situation there. I think it's gonna be a sweep in that case. And then again, the Suns Lakers. It's just. It's. Fun. It'll, that'll be awesome, by the way. Chris Paul versus LeBron James in the postseason. Some, the Banana Boat crew meeting up in the postseason. I think that'll be awesome. I think that's going to be too much for the Suns to handle. And then it's going to be easy on the other side for Utah, at least in the first round, to get past. But then Utah draws the Clippers. Can't hide from L.A. for too long if you're the one or two. So 
I think the I think the road for the LA teams are, are pretty set in stone. I think we're gonna get an all LA Western Conference Finals, which we wanted last year. Um, on the East side, Philadelphia easy. I'm curious your opinion, unless you already said it again. I wasn't paying attention to you because I was pulling up stats. The uh, the Heat Bucks series. I think we alluded to it a little bit last last week, but the Heat upset them last year. Heat are clearly not as good as they were in the bubble. How do you feel about this one? I think Giannis exits this postseason again, not making it to the NBA Finals. But is it a first-round upset that we're looking at? Um, no, Roz, I don't think it's going to be a first-round upset. And I agree with you. This, this is not the same Heat team from last year that we saw in the bubble, you know, make it all the way to the NBA Finals. And the, the thing I love about the Bucks right now, I, I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week, is they're the team that nobody is talking about. And it seems like the past two years, you've had Giannis winning the MVP, the Bucks getting the number one seed, and not being able to do anything with it. And when I look at their team this year, I went, there, there's not that many differences. And I think guys like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, I mean, I, I think the Bucks could make a run here. And I know they're set to be matched up with the Nets in the second round they get past the first round. But I, I think this Bucks team can really compete with almost any team in the league. And if Giannis is playing well, then I, I, I think they could make a run. And this could be that first year where they finally break through um, and when nobody really seems to be talking about him right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have to see. I mean, this is the, this is the proven grounds, Wits. It's officially time. That 76-game, whatchamacallit, of a season is over. You come out here, aim to prove, Jesus Christ, this 15-3 uh, run by the Spurs has really caught my attention. They're down seven now, what was a 19-point lead. They just threw John Morant back into the game because he sat for way too long. Um, so we'll see how that finishes out. I said the Sixers, easy. The Celtics, Nets, again, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty easy. Jesus, this is a six-point game now and another missed shot. Um, this is unbelievable. This is, a <laughs> this, is what, this is the trouble of doing a podcast while you're watching sports you're betting on. Um, we've got a game in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, anyways, um, in the three six we covered four five. I know the Knicks are your team. You like? I'm gonna ride you on the Knicks this first round. A little Julius Randle love, um, and we'll go from there. Any last NBA thoughts? So, oh my God, they gave up another bucket and a miss. Um, <laughs> any other NBA thoughts? Holy crap, they did it again. It's a two point game. It is twenty to three run. Now you take a timeout. I don't know who the coach of the Grizzlies are, but this is absurd. How do you yeah. let how do you let a twenty to three run just occur on you? Last thoughts on the NBA. Let's get to the PGA Championship so I can take this off my screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean my my last thoughts um, look a little bit towards the second round. I'd really like to see a Utah Clippers series because I think you know a lot of people they've been talking about the Clippers all year, but meanwhile Utah. Number one seed in the West, I know that the Lakers, Clippers, you know, dealt with some injuries, weren't necessarily going out all out the entire year, but Utah team is a very good team. Got probably the defensive player in the year and Rudy Gobert. So I think that that's not a team to be trifled with. I think they've got a lot of under the radar players 
um, that have put up some big numbers this year. And I, I think that'll be a, that'll be a great series. So second round, the first round, I would love to see Lakers and Phoenix. And then I don't know, Roz, maybe the Knickerbockers can give the Philadelphia 76ers a little run for their money in the second round. But I think those are, those are the things that I'm looking to watch right now. Cause I, I don't plan on watching a minute of the Nets Celtics series. Love it. I love to hear it. Nets are going to make it to the NBA Finals against one of the L.A. teams. You've heard it here first. It is time to pull the clubs out of the bag, start warming it up. It's PGA Championship time, another major. I think there's very few things that excite me like a major. And we're back to the golf gods and the betting gods being like, you know what? Not having four digits around a player's name for odds is not good enough anymore. We've got Dustin falling all the way to plus 1,600. We got Rory at 12 to 1 and Spieth at 15 to 1. Golf, it's a what have you done for me lately. If I were to tell you one thing, it is fade, fade, fade. Fade Rory, fade Justin, fade John, fade Dustin. I said Dustin, so Justin, whatever order they are, fade, fade, fade. Even Spieth, who's at 15 to 1. So what have you done for me lately? I don't think any of these guys are coming in hot. I think this is going to be a tournament. For somebody lower on the totem pole, um, I love seeing Shoffley sitting there 22 to 1. I know that's not the lowest on the totem pole, but my guy who just moved up, shoot. Mark Leishman, 60 to 1, is a guy I really like in this week's PGA Championship. I'm a big fan of Mark Leishman. And he and you're doing the really, hmm, I'm the one who said his name to you first. I'm not the one that stacked my Chad lineup with the top five guys. If it weren't for me, being a normal, a normal guy, believing in these younger, not younger, because he's definitely not younger, and these lower range players, I don't know where you'd be at, Wits. Mark Leishan, my guy, 60 to 1. Um, I'm feeling him. I'm feeling his flavor. Like I said, Shoffley's probably the highest he'll go up on the board. I really do like Victor Hovland as well. So one of those guys at 22 to 1 could be a, could be a bet for me. Love to see Ricky's name back on here. There's absolutely no shot I put money on him this week, but just wanted to let you guys know that I do know and I do acknowledge that Ricky Fowler is participating in this week's PGA Championship. Yeah, and if you want to put a little money on Ricky, you can get him at a 210 to 1 at FanDuel right now. So uh, maybe a little lunch money could end up firing big. But uh, Roz, like, like you said, it was almost like you read my mind or maybe we had a conversation earlier this week because Mark Leishman is actually my favorite player um, in all my lineups, bet to win this week. And, you know, I think one of the things that excites me about Leishman is, one, he's in pretty good form right now. If you remember back a few weeks ago, he won the Zurich Classic with Cam Smith. And with a tournament playing right next to the ocean, seems like we're going to get a little bit of wind. We're going to get a little bit of rough conditions. A guy that's got a, a low ball flight, really good with the mid to long irons. Um, just in great form right now. It is, is top 10 in strokes gained putting over the last three months on the tour. So I think he's a guy at 70 to one that, that could definitely make a run here when it seems like not a lot of people are talking about him. When we look at all the top dogs, like you said, you know, not a lot gets me out of bed in the morning, but 70 to one, that that's, that's coffee and some eggs for me. So I will, will gladly take a look at Mark Leishman um, you also mentioned Victor Hovland. I, I would say he's probably my second favorite bet at this course. And if we look at the course, Roz, it's playing 7,850 yards. It's going to be the longest course 
in PGA Tour history. So no longer are we going to see these guys hitting pitching wedge into every single green on the approach shots. This is going to be tough. So a couple things I'm looking at here, guys who can really mash their irons, um, guys who are good at bogey avoidance because, I, you know, putting is great, but I think there's, there's going to be a lot of scrambling to be done this week. And the guys who do that the best, I think, are going to be there on Sunday. So if we look at Victor Hovland, um, right around 20 to 1, I don't, I don't love the number, but I, do, I did play him in a lot of lineups. So I would say those are, those are some of my top two guys that we're looking at right now. Yeah, I've heard good things about Corey Connors and Abe Answer is another one of my guys. As we explained, we do this uh, yearly majors pool with one of my former fraternity brothers. I guess he's you can't really say former, but whatever it is. Um, so you pick five guys. You want them to go out there and create the most earnings for you. Obviously, picking the winner is a pretty, pretty big one. Um, Abe Answer is on my lineup. Also, Matthew Fitzpatrick is on my lineup. Um, I got Matthew Fitzpatrick, Abe Answer, went Xander Shoffley, throw a little big name, Victor Hovland out there. I can't uh, <laughs> Oh, Sam, fuck it, dog. Um, and Mark Leishman. Those are, my, those are my five that I'm going into this tournament with. I wrote down my winners now. Um, like I said, Xander, Hovland, Leishman, Answer. First-round leader, I'm probably going to follow suit with that. Maybe a little um, – a little bonus love on Sergio Garcia I was seeing. Um, but outside of that, I think I'm pretty pretty set on my ways come this tournament. Yeah, and then uh, Raza, a couple other guys I'm looking at. I feel like we've got a, a pretty similar feel this week. Um, you mentioned Answer. You mentioned Connors. And I think the number on Connors is, is really something to look at here. I know that people don't like, don't like the putting aspect of it, but I think there's going to be more at play this week in particular than there has been in the past. Um, and, you know, this guy isn't on my card, but interesting, Roz, you know, Dustin Johnson uh, at some books, I think has gotten down to 20 to one. I'm going to double check right here. Um, at 18 to one at FanDuel and DraftKings. And it wasn't too long ago that this guy was going into, um, going into tournaments at plus seven or 800. So there's a, uh, not a lot of love for DJ right now. I know he withdrew last week, um, but world number one player, I think that's interesting. If you like him, it seems like there's some good value there. Uh, some guys I like at the top, I really like John Rahm. I think if I had to pick one guy out of that, that top 10, I'd go with him. Uh, I think we're going to see some tougher conditions, and he's a guy to me um, kind of similar to like a Matthew Fitzpatrick, seems to play well when the courses are playing tougher and not to compare the two, I think Rahm is a much better player at this point, but I would take him if I was looking at the top. Uh, I'm not sure about Bryson this week. I do have him in my lineup with Chad's pool, but I decided to go all out and took basically, I think five of the top seven ranked players in the world. Um, he needs safe. one. He needs one. That's what, that's a desperation play. This is oh. a PJ Championship or bust moment for Wits. He won't even be at the U.S. Open or the Open Championship this year. Absolutely not. I mean, and I'll just read through. My lineup is hilarious. And just to give you guys some background, um, we picked five golfers for all the majors. You can only use each guy once. So, I mean, you basically can use the top 20 golfers that you want. But for this tournament, I went with uh, Rory, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, and I believe Victor Hovland. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was ridiculously high ranked guys. So 
we'll see what happens there. Um, Hence the fade, 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 baby. It's going to be a rough weekend for your boy Wits. Rory's going to miss the cut. Dustin? I could see it. I mean, all my guys might miss the cut, uh, but I'm sticking with them. But let's, uh, let's get a little more interesting from the gambling perspective. A couple other guys I'm looking at. Matt Wallace is a guy who's a, is a big staple on the European tour, and I think he's got the length. I think he's got the moxie to compete this week. I mean, you look at a guy who's 100 to 1 on points bet right now to mm -hmm. take home the tournament. I, I, I'd want to see a little bit higher odds there, but I'm putting a, a little pre-tournament lunch money on him. I think he's a guy who could definitely compete. And then uh, Emiliano Grillo, another guy kind of similar to a Corey Connors, is, a, is an excellent striker of the ball, but can sometimes struggle around the greens. But I, I think those approach shots are going to be at a premium this week. I mean, you're going to need to be close enough to make something happen. So 180 to one on FanDuel, I'm, I'm throwing a little bit on him. And then a few other guys I'm looking at, I hate to say it, but I'm going back to the well. Tommy Fleetwood, I think, is an interesting look at 75 to one on draft. Hello down there. Hello. He says he goes back to the well, but he's down in the well. Which fell into the well. Looking for I, Tommy. I, Tommy looking, Buckets, trying to pick I, it up. I still haven't found him yet, but it's 75 to 1 for a guy who I think for a little while there was probably playing at a top 20 level in the world. Um, also, another guy seems to play well, you know, in tougher conditions. And he's not the longest guy on tour, but he's one of the guys I like from an approach perspective. And then Let's see here. A couple other interesting plays. Uh, like I like what you said about Sergio. I think at you know 110 to one, we're taking a look at DraftKings. Keegan Bradley. I mean, I've I've still got PTSD from what he did a few weeks ago against Sam Burns, but he's playing really well. Did win the PGA a decade ago in his rookie season. He's worth a look at 80 to one on FanDuel. Excuse me, points bet. And then my two last picks, Roz. One is Garrett Higo. This is a guy who has won two out of the last three weeks on the European tour. So he's a 21-year-old guy coming over for probably his first of many majors um, over the pond. And I think he's worth a look here. He's just so hot right now to win two tournaments in three weeks. Um, definitely worth a little play. And then I think one of the most mispriced golfers on the board this week, Roz, is Sungjae Im. Sungjae is sitting at 90 to 1 on FanDuel right now and it wasn't it wasn't too long ago Roz that he was consistently sitting in that 40 to 50 range before every tournament and the one thing about Sungjae I mean you saw him compete at the the last Masters back in November um, he's a guy who's got excellent ball striking skills and can get a little bit off the rails at times but at 90 to 1 Sungjae I, I think from a price perspective um, you're not getting much better value from a lot of guys on the board so Sungjae I just had to make a courtesy bet on him because I, I love that number. Um, that's interesting, Wits. I'm going to say big fade on Hideki Matsuyama. I know you want Sanjay as a potential big value bet. Also looking at Tyrrell Hatton for first-round leader. Stay woke is the way I'm looking at it. That man has taken some first-round money out of my pocket before, so why not ride the train? Um, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much all I got for the PGA Championship, unless you have anything else. Um, no, I, I think we 
I think we pretty much covered it. Um, and like I said, yeah, I like Emiliano Grillo. Um, just looking at interesting stats, you know, top strokes gain, tee to green and windier conditions. You look at the top five guys over the past 24 rounds, John Rahm, DJ, Corey Connors, Emiliano Grillo, and Kyle Morikawa. So we talk about Connors and Grillo um, having, you know, much more, much more attractive numbers to win. I think they're, they're guys that can make some noise late. And I think Corey Connor is very similar to a Leishman. Not a lot of people talking about him. I mean, I think he's a relatively popular player in DraftKings this week, but I think taking a, a little stab to, you know, maybe a win or a top five here, I think it'll be interesting on Sunday. Should be a fun one. Hopefully one of my guys win. The bets went into the bookie. So we are set for the week. Um, Hopefully, when I next look at this basketball game, that 20-3 run stopped by the Grizzlies. Um, looks like the Grizzlies are back up eight, thank God. Dear Lord, was that a run and a half that the uh, Spurs went on. But it's a Popovich team. Never out. Never out. Um, but this has been the opening line. We hope to see you here back next week when we talk more basketball and the results of the PGA Championship. And uh, we're going to get wits on his MLB power rankings. You bet your sweet ass. And July is just around the corner when we get right back into fantasy football and all things Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers to the Super Bowl. We'll catch you next week, everybody. This has been the opening line with Wits and Shots.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.